Get ready to be captivated and intrigued as we delve into my life of spirits and all things paranormal. Join me, your host, Jay Lane, on The Lane Way to Spirit as I share my stories and personal experiences in the hopes of inspiring others to explore their own spirituality. Grab your favorite mug and settle in, and let's get started. Have you ever stayed in a hotel that you think may be haunted or surrounded by some kind of freaky energy? Because I'm telling you, I have. And in my very short time of travel, just in the last 12, 13 years of doing this professionally speaking, I have to tell you, I've stayed in a lot of hotels and I've felt a lot of weird things. And so I wanted to talk to you about that today because recently I was visiting with a stepsister of mine who told me about an experience that she had at the Royal York Hotel in the 90s. And it just opened that floodgate right up for me. And I started thinking about these things because so did I. I had an experience at the Royal York Hotel in the 70s. You know, I had been invited there to go sing at the CNE Stadium. And I was super pumped about that. So excited because I was in my teens. I was quite young. And I'd never appeared before such a large crowd before. And I'd been invited there to sing a French-Canadian song while a troupe danced to this music. And so we had rehearsed and off to Toronto we went. And we stayed at the Royal York Hotel. It was beautiful. I still remember the Toronto Dominion Centre. I still remember seeing all these big buildings for the very first time because I'm from Northern Ontario. And in Northern Ontario, we don't have a single building over 12 floors here in my city. So to see these skyscrapers was like just like I was just so amazed by this. And so we went off to the east floor, which was like so awesome. I could see all of these buildings all the way around. And I was just so amazed. But I wasn't so amazed after a couple of hours because when we finally got to rest and turn in for the night, I heard the spirit of children playing in my room and one male telling us to leave, to get out, to get out, to get out. And every time I'd ask who's saying that or did you hear that, I'd be laughed at. Like There was something wrong with me. And so it was very disturbing. This went on for two days. Even while I was getting ready in the morning, I could hear this male telling us to get out. And so that was an experience for me that made me think that I might have these problems moving forward. But, you know, I stayed in hotels in Toronto because at one point in my life, I was working in Toronto when I worked in policing. And the thing is, I had to go there quite often and I never, never encountered any problems until about my fifth or sixth day there. And I had stayed at the Chelsea Inn, the Delta Chelsea, because the bus station on Girard is just around the corner. And so it was easy for me to walk there and then get back from my hotel in time to take my bus back home because at the time I didn't drive, nor did I have a car, you know. 
So here I go off to the Chelsea. It was really nice. I loved their little market downstairs. They had a really neat little uh, spotted cow restaurant cafe downstairs that I'll never forget because they had really great food. But I was up on, I forget what floor, but I'm telling you, I heard a woman screaming all night long. And I actually complained about it twice. And they told me to not call them again, because they said that there was nobody screaming. And I couldn't believe it. I actually asked for a discount on my departure because I I hadn't rested at all the whole time I was there. There are stories like this that I can go on about, but it's really quite amazing. The residual energy that you'll pick up from some places. And so to tattletale a bit from the north, I felt in two hotels in Kirkland Lake, the energy of spirits. One, actually, I didn't last long in that room. I went to look at the room. I walked in with my roll-in luggage. I took one look and I saw what looked like a nun in habit kneeling at the end of a bed. And the thing is, right away, I just felt so uncomfortable, like I did not belong there. And she never turned around to look at me, but I just felt very uncomfortable. I immediately turned around and took my luggage with me up that hallway. And I talked to the lady that was, you know, behind the reservation desk. And I told her, I'm so sorry. I said, I cannot stay in that room. I said, um, can you show me another room? She said, what's the matter? Is is everything okay? Was it was it not made up or is there is there something wrong? I said, no. I said, everything's fine. I said, but you have to understand. I said, I'm, I'm sensitive. And I said, um, when I walked in, and you know, you don't know how to tell people this because they're going to think you're crazy, right? But it is my life. And that's what I was there to do was events for mediumship. So I just told her straight up. I said, look, I said, I'm a sensitive. I see and feel and hear and, and smell things. And I said, there was a nun that was kneeling at the end of that bed when I walked into that room. And I said, honestly, I want no part of that. I said, so could you please give me another room? And she just looked at me. She said, but Jay, that happened 19 years ago. Oh, my God. So whether it happened last year or 25 million years ago, it doesn't matter. If that energy is there and you're a medium, you could feel it. And sometimes you don't have to be a medium to feel those things. Sometimes you're going to walk into a room and go, oh, God, I feel like someone died here. I feel like this, like, really, oh, so depressed in this room. You're probably feeling the energy that's embedded in that space, you know. So moving on to the second hotel in Kirkland Lake, I stayed at another place, which I later found out was across the street from a former funeral home but I had cozied up into bed and I'm the type of person that turns on the remote with the sleep if they have one so that I could set the tv to sleep within 30 minutes because I'm very very high strung and when I get back from an event I have trouble sleeping and so I'm just laying there, I'm watching TV, I'm still not sleeping, and I'm very aware of that. And all of a sudden, I feel what feels like a finger going from my shoulder down the back of my arm to my elbow. Let me tell you, I jumped out of bed so fast, I think there was like 
smoke coming off uh, uh, off of <laughs> I tell you let's just say I jumped I really jumped it, it scared the living bejesus out of me and people say well Jay you're a medium like that shouldn't scare you I'm human I'm just as afraid as you are if that happened to you because you don't expect it and sometimes when you least expect it that's when these things happen so what I did was immediately open the patio doors and I said, get out. And I opened the, the door to the hallway and I said, get out of here and don't come back. And I turned on the lights and I laid there and it took me two and a half, three hours, I'm sure to fall asleep, but I did fall asleep and nothing else happened. But the next morning when I was down for breakfast, someone had told me that the funeral home was across the street at one point. It was an older funeral home that had been converted. And um, I wasn't surprised. Let's just put it that way, because I didn't feel it was the energy, uh, you know, of someone who had passed there. I didn't feel like that at all. So it's very, very possible that it was a visitor from, you know, across the street type thing. But you'll get that kind of stuff. You'll get residual energy. I remember, oh my goodness, years ago going to Nashville. I had to go do a reading for a celebrity out there who had a home that was owned by a general. And when I walked into that house, I could feel energy. And if you've ever been to Nashville, it's beautiful. But there have been a lot of wars there. And as a result of that, you know, you'll see in the fields these like little stone walls that are not very high. But this were these were for the soldiers that would crouch behind them and and you know, to defend themselves like trenches almost. But you'll see these things all over Nashville, but you feel it. And that's the thing. I felt so much energy while I was there. But I had two incidents, two separate incidents there. So I left this, this place where I was reading and I went to my room and I was exhausted because I hadn't slept in a couple nights. I, like I mentioned before, very high strung and I have trouble sleeping when I'm away. And so I walked into my room, it was about 11 o'clock at night. And when I looked, something didn't seem right. You know, when you look at a glance and ah, something's off and I kept on looking and I couldn't figure it out when suddenly it dawned on me that there were no curtains on the window on one side. There were two windows, but one didn't have curtains on it. So I turned on the lights and I noticed that the curtains were kind of stuck to the, the ceiling. And I wasn't getting that. I didn't know why they were stuck to the ceiling. So you know how your brain starts to think and it's late at night. So I thought, oh, maybe they, you know, fixed a window or maybe they were like working on an air conditioning unit or something. But it didn't look like anything had been disturbed in my room. So I called downstairs. And when I called downstairs, I asked them if they had been in my room to fix anything. And they said no. And I said, well, why are the curtains like stuck to the ceiling? They said, what are you talking about? <laughs> so upstairs comes the concierge to my room, knocks on the door. I opened the door and he said, ma'am, I don't understand what you're talking about. So he walks in and I said, well, there, look, there's the curtains are stuck to the, to the ceiling. And he looked and he said, ma'am, I have to leave now. And he left. And as he was leaving, the curtains fell <laughs> and I left. 
And so they did change me rooms. I honestly did not want to be in that room alone, but I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. The second incident that happened in Nashville was at a different hotel. It was a beautiful hotel too, but I woke up to 44 degrees on the thermometer. It was really cold and I couldn't believe how cold it was. So I called downstairs and I asked them if someone had turned on the air conditioner because it was cold air coming out. And they said no, because in this hotel, you couldn't control your own, your own heat or air conditioning they did it and it was that time of the year where it's really cold so there's no reason for the air conditioner to come on but the air conditioner came on and like i said it was 44 45 degrees in my room and so they came up and they said we're gonna have to we're gonna have to move your rooms so they moved me rooms and the next day i went down and they said to me that it was really strange that it had only been my room that was affected and they couldn't understand why the air conditioning was coming on just in my room. And so they said that they were going to give me a discount on my room for the trouble that it had. And so I thanked them for that and went off to their restaurant and met with my cousin. So we're sitting in the restaurant and as we're talking, I start getting like really cold. And I said to my cousin, oh my God, is it ever cold in here? And he goes, I don't understand like what's going on. He goes, why is the air conditioning coming on? I said, I don't know. And he says, I feel that. He says, I, and it was right on me. Like, you know, when the fans right on you. So I said, I, I need to move tables because I'm going to end up catching one of those like coals, you know, and I, I don't want to get a cold. And so we went to move tables. And so we sat under another one that had like heat coming out of it. And it was much nicer. So we sat there and the waitress um, came up to take our order. And when she came back, she says, you know, it's really funny, but that table where you were sitting is the only place where the air conditioners come on. And no other table has the air conditioner on. And she goes, we're not kind of understanding that. So thank you for moving tables. And we apologize for the inconvenience. And so I'm thinking that there was a spirit trying to play little tricks on me. I really believe that because it's never happened to me before. And really from inside the room to outside the room, how does that happen? How does that happen? So there are so many other little stories that i could talk about but if you've ever had the experience of that try not to worry so much about it really that energy i don't think hurts you at all i've never never been hurt by any type of energy no matter how much it scared me i think the best thing to do is just ask for a different room or just to move areas or if you feel uncomfortable in the place or if it's really really freaked you out then leave you know, some people will leave, but I've never physically left a hotel, but I've left the hotel room and gone to another room. And so I think that is your best policy, you know, and the thing is, these energies, they're curious. They want to know who's around. Some of them are, you know, grounded there. So they live there. That's their space. So they'll let themselves be known. They really will. We have so many spirits that come through 
and who are around us every single day. We have between five to ten spirits that visit us on on a on a constant. And so the thing is, it's the same thing when you go somewhere else. There's other people in these hotels that have five to ten spirits around them and so on and so forth. So if you do the math, you're going to have a lot of spirits around, especially in these public places. So don't be surprised if you're feeling something or if the energy's off a little bit. Best thing to do is I bring a liquid smudge with me and I give the room a nice little smudge because it makes me feel better and it really surrounds my space with really positive energy. And so with that being said, I hope you enjoyed my stories of these haunted little spaces. And I look forward to telling you more about all things paranormal or all things spirit, I guess, spiritual things. I love you guys all so much. Have yourselves an absolutely amazing week. Until next time, we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in. I hope you enjoyed today's Langway to Spirit. To learn more about me, visit my website at mediumjlane.com or my socials on Facebook and Instagram.